What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. Hi everyone, my name is Mayowa, and I'm your host on the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast, that podcast where we like to share stories of six and seven figures entrepreneurs of how they have built their business from the scratch to where it is today and lessons, insights, and even strategies and traits you can learn from their story to implement your own entrepreneurial journey to get to that level that you dream of. So uh, my name is Mayowa. I'm the founder of the Book Court, a book publishing agency that helps busy entrepreneurs to write and turn their experience, expertise, and uh, stories into a published book that truly represents their personal brand. And on this show today, I have another awesome entrepreneur. I always like having this conversation with six and seven figures entrepreneurs like him. So before we get the show started and before I get way ahead of myself, I'll pass the mic uh to justin justin will tell us about himself a bit about his business then we get the show started hi justin take it away from me hey man well, thank you so much and i am excited to be on the show um so my name is justin i have been a real estate entrepreneur for about 10 years now um so it really started right when i graduated high school uh, so i graduated high school and you know what my parents had told me which was not bad advice, but they had said, hey, it's time for you to start going to college and really find a job, work your way up a corporate ladder. And for me at the time, I just really hated school. I really wasn't good at it. Um, I was looking for ways to get out of it, get around it. So I started thinking of jobs that I could work that would make good money um, without needing a college degree. And so naturally, I saw real estate as, as a method to do that. And at the time, this was in the Bay Area, uh, which was the third most competitive real estate market in the country for residential real estate. And I got my license and started selling houses. Um, literally, as an 18-year-old kid, and these were multi-million dollar houses. My average home sale was $2.2 million, which is just a massive price tag for an 18-, 19-year-old um, new entrepreneur to start selling. And I had a lot, a lot of ups and downs in that journey. I made phenomenal money, um, but I realized, like a lot of entrepreneurs, that I was starting to feel really burnt out. I was very, very transactional. I was always chasing the next deal. I could never really turn it off. And it was having a big impact on my personal relationships. And so I knew I needed to do something else. So since then, you know, I've transitioned into actually multifamily investments. And uh, right now what we do is we help people invest passively in apartment buildings for double digit returns and some of the best tax benefits that we have to offer here in America. And so I stepped from being a broker into the owner space to create long-term wealth. And now I spend most of my time educating other entrepreneurs and sales professionals on how to do that in a passive sense as well. 
All right. Uh, Justin, we surely have a lot to uh, a lot to tell about your story during the course of the interview. So, uh, thank you for that background information about you. So, uh, right now, I'm getting straight into the meat and potato of this show. So, firstly, Justin, it all started from somewhere. And for everyone, it is very, very unique, either from a 9 to 5 or maybe from college dropouts, or it's very, very unique. So, Justin, how did this entrepreneurial journey get started for you? From when it got started to now? Give us the story. Yeah, so it started right when I graduated high school, which was, uh, shoot, I think uh, 2011 for me. So, you know, about 12 years ago. Um, And again, I was looking for ways to make money without needing a college degree. Now, when my parents had told me they're very old school uh, and and well, this may have been true more so, I think, when they were growing up that, you know, none of my parents had a college degree and they felt that like, that really limited their ability to work different jobs. So what they had told me all the time was, hey, go to college. This is very important. And not that college is not important, but I just wanted a different path. I wanted to do something else. I want to accomplish more. I saw my parents going to and from their jobs and just not liking it, not not really being in control of their own destiny and control of their own finances or in control of their own schedule. So I knew that that life really wasn't one for me. I wanted to have a little bit more control over my life and, and my choices. So I decided to become an entrepreneur. Uh, my, my journey at the time was in, like I said, real estate sales. So as a real estate sales, real estate broker, you are running your own business. You know, you may be attached to a firm like uh, like a Keller Williams or something like that, but you're not really employed by them. You're still creating your entirely own business. There's no business given to you. You work 100% on commission and you're building your entire book of business. So once I started that journey, I realized how much money I was making relative to the average person, uh, especially the average person my age. And I knew like I was just going to continue this path. Um, to me, some of the three biggest ways of building wealth you have to do in order is first you have to control your income so you have to be able to make more money than the average person at a faster rate so that's something that entrepreneurs and sales professionals a lot of times do the second is you have to be able to multiply that income through investments so whether you're investing in real estate like we do or in businesses or in oil and gas or anything you have to look at methods that you can multiply your income through periods of time and then the third is you have to look at ways of keeping that income. So keeping that income through tax strategies. So entrepreneurs have some of the best tax benefits that this country has to offer. So do private investors. So if you're able to really nail those three, you can create generational wealth beyond what most people who never step into the entrepreneurial space can do. And that really excited me as well. All right, Justin. So now uh, that is your story from when you uh, got started to now so present day how is your business like what is the structure of your business and what is your story present day i know it's way different from when you started from but right now what is your story and what is your business like the structure and everything yeah. So right now what we do, I, I'm no longer in the broker space. So I'm actually in the owner space. So uh, again, what we do, kind of my elevator pitch to to bring it to what most people will understand it is I show people how to invest passively in apartment buildings for double digit returns and some of the best tax benefits this country has to offer. So what we do is we look for apartment buildings that are underperforming, whether they're really dilapidated or worn down or they're mismanaged 
their expenses are really high because um, really an apartment building is a business. You have income from tenants, you have expenses from payroll and utilities and management fees, and and you have taxes that you have to pay. So you're really buying a business. So what we do is we go and we buy underperforming real estate assets. We fix them up. We fix the operations. We do rehab or construction, which increases the value. And then we sell them off or refinance them. And what people will do is they'll give us their money to invest their money into these properties alongside us in exchange for a piece of the equity or or a piece of all the profits. So what they can do is you can now start to invest in these very, very high performing assets with not nearly as as much money as you would need to buy them all on your own, right? If you need to put down a 25% down payment plus closing costs on a 30, 40, $50 million uh, apartment building, most people can't do that on their own. Plus, you can leverage the expertise and knowledge of groups like us that do this full-time all day, every day, and can really, really perform well on these assets. So that's what we do now. I stepped away from the broker space into an owner and investor space because it gives me a lot better flexibility of lifestyle, and it allows me to do what I absolutely love the most, which is help other people invest into real estate, invest into the private sector. All right, Justin. So uh, now straight away, we get into the question run where I throw you some uh, short and punchy thought-provoking questions, then you get back to me with answers. So should we fire on? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Can you remember your first sale as an entrepreneur? How was it? Yeah. Yeah. My first sale was a little bit of a wild ride. Um so here's how it started, and I'll give you the express version, but I didn't get my first sale within real estate for about six months. And that's really tough because you're 100% commission-based. So I was six months without income. You know, Luckily, I just graduated high school. I still live with my parents, but it's still very stressful. Now, one thing about real estate to be successful is you got to tell everybody that you're in real estate sales, friends, family, coworkers. I mean, everybody has to know. So I was telling all my friends and family I was in real estate. This was going to be my next big thing. And I was working so extraordinarily hard to generate new business. I would, I would cold call every day, all day, sometimes five, six, seven, eight hours, nine hours, even more a day. It was exhausting for nothing, for no sales and for no income. And so one day I was actually the last person in the office. And I had my headset on and I was calling and calling, calling. And I wasn't really getting anywhere. So I took my headset off and I, I put my face in my hands and I said, you know, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. You know, it's been six months. I haven't made any money. I've spent so much time calling people and, and soliciting and I haven't gotten anywhere. You know, the biggest thought that I that came to me was how am I going to tell my friends and my family who I told about this, this business that I fail and I quit? You know, what are the excuses I can make? Can I blame it on the market? No, the market's going really well. Can I blame it on my company? No, my company was the biggest in the area. You know, there wasn't really an excuse I had, but I, I knew I couldn't do it anymore. And so, you know, I, I decided that I was going to quit. I was going to close my laptop, leave and never come back. So I, I went, one of my ways that I would look for a new business, I'd go on Craigslist and I refreshed Craigslist and I saw one more property pop up for sales, for sale by owner. And I looked at that listing probably for three or four minutes, solid, just in silence. And I just thought to myself, should I even bother calling this person? I've called every single listing I had here for six months, never got anywhere. You know, what's the point? And then I told myself, fine, I'll make one more call. 
and then I'm done. They'll tell me no. I'll say, great, I did everything I could. I'll close my laptop. I'll leave. I'll never come back. So I called that person, ran through my script kind of haphazardly, right? Because I was already quit. I, I decided I was going to quit. I was done at that point. Haphazardly went through my script. The woman on the other line, she said, you know, yes, why don't you come see if you can list my property? And I'd never heard yes <laughs> before. No one had ever told me that. So I didn't really know what to say. I didn't even, I kind of stuttered and I said, okay, great. You know, I'll come by them all. And fast forward a little bit, that ended up being my, my very first listing. And she also bought a property with me. Both of those deals closed on the same day and they netted me about $60,000 in commission. So I went from literally quitting my job to saying, I can't do this anymore. I mean, tears were in my eyes and my face were in my hands doing one last call. And that ended up being my first sale, $60,000 in net commission to me. And that put me on a trajectory where I was the top in the top sales teams for the next years that I was working there. So that was my first sale. That was my first taste of success. And thank goodness it came because that set me on such a different trajectory. Okay. All right. So I uh, we love book a lot apart from stories because inside the book also there is a lot of stories that people can get inspired, inspirations and motivation from. So is there one book, Justin, that you have read that has a big impact in your life as an entrepreneur that you'd like to share with our audience? Yeah. The, the first book that I really, really read that hit me hard and set, again, this big trajectory of, of self-education was a book called Limitless by Jim Quick. Um, it's, it's the book that I reference to anybody who asks me about books or education, and it goes into so much brain training and speed reading and how to make more utilization out of your time. It's one of the best books that I've ever read. And it took my work days from, you know, doing 13, 14, 15 hours a day to, you know, eight or less. So that's a book I recommend to everybody, um, Jim quick, and it's called limitless. All right. So. Uh, still talking about book. Have you written a book before, Justin? I've written not a physical book, nowhere near to the level that you do. Um, but I've written an ebook. It's called The Definitive Guide to Passive Real Estate Strategies. Uh, you could download it for free. It's at thedefinitiveguidebook.com. So I've written a few ebooks, but nothing, nothing like you would pump out, man. All right. So if I'm just very curious, like. Uh, you've written some ebooks, so why not a standalone or a, uh, a compact book, like a print book or something that can be taken as a read uh, book? Yeah, so you know we have our ebook as free downloads for people. Um, you know, I, I don't charge for it. it. It's not a goal to make money. The purpose of the book is to educate people on passive real estate strategies, which is even the purpose of my entire podcast. It's called Passive Real Estate Strategies because I think more people need to know about passively investing in real estate and the types of ways that you can do that. So they avoid active ways that think are passive. And next thing they know, they have to manage properties. So it's not a method of me to, to make money or shit books out. I want as many people to have access to it as possible. So we keep it virtual. Okay. All right. So uh, what is one thing you have done in your business that gave you a very big win? I had a very big win. You know, the, the first real estate sale was, of course, a huge one. Um, and the first apartment building that we purchased was a huge one as well. So we had our investors 
you know, really bet big on us to be able to manage this property. And we're actually getting ready to sell that here in the next probably four or five months. And that's going to have such a huge impact. I mean, we'll be close to doubling our investors money in just one year, which is not common. Um, but for this property, it would seem enormous. So this is going to be a really big turn for us. And we're excited to, to see this one through as well. All right. So what is one superpower that you think you've got that has contributed to you being successful in your business? Yeah, superpower that I think I have relative to, to most people out there is my ability to speak. Um, I love speaking. I love speaking on podcasts. I love hosting my podcasts. I love giving presentations. I've always been calm in front of crowds. And it's something that I recommend everybody get familiar with is how to have comfortable conversations, how to have uncomfortable conversations, um, and how to really be a confident and tactful speaker, because that is a skill that we're using all the time. And whether you are actively practicing it or not, you're always either getting better or worse at it because we're almost always communicating. So you might as well get a lot better at it and study up on how to speak confidently, speak tactfully, and get comfortable speaking in front of crowds. All right. Uh, you've talked about your superpower. And as human, as, even as an, as an entrepreneur, we all have our strengths and our weaknesses. What are your challenges as an entrepreneur so far? Yeah, my challenge as an entrepreneur, you know, anybody who's read the book Rocket Fuel, um, you know, there's there's visionaries and there's the, those who execute on the tasks. And, you know, I, I'm not that good at executing on very small tasks. I'm a very big picture thinker. I love discussing strategy and sales and marketing and systems and processes. Um, but implementing those has always been a weakness of mine. So anybody who is an entrepreneur, you know, you got to know, are you a, vision, a visionary? Or are you an implementer? And which one of those is your strengths? For me, I'm a visionary. Uh, and I like to have people on my team who are able to implement a vision and really execute on it. So if you're an entrepreneur and you'll you know, decide which one of those you are, and then look for partnerships that can complement your strengths. All right. So Justin, this uh a particular uh, topic that you uh, raised something inside of me. I am uh, kind of similar to who you are. Like I love talking about the, I love the bigger picture, being at the bigger picture side of things. And uh, I will prefer people. I'm a very good starter anyway, which uh, I've been trying to work on. But at the long run, I know what I am good at. So I just, I'm just curious to talk about that. You know, for people who like to start things, who is uh, or rather be at the bigger picture side of things. What tip do you uh, can you give to such a person like you and I who are just getting started and who hasn't figured out how to deal with uh, you know the continuity of ideas and the execution part of it, just like you have done. Yeah, so you know, guys like us, we love to see big shiny objects, and sometimes we like to pursue them maybe a little bit too much. Uh, we tend to have big ideas and big goals and big dreams, and we need that that implementer to pull us to reality and let us know, you know, what's capable, what's possible, and what's realistic. So I think you know, for guys like us, you have to stay laser focused and stay on track to be laser focused. What I do is if I have an idea, I won't take action on that idea at least for two or three months. Because I know I have so many new ideas that by the time a month or two comes by, we may realize it wasn't that important of an idea to implement anyways. So make sure that you're able to stay laser focused on what needs to be done and you're not constantly jumping over to the next big shiny idea that you have because you're going to have a lot. All right. Thank you for that. That just came out of uh, 
that uh, thing you raised about your super uh, your superpower. So, outside of business, who exactly is Justin? Outside of the business, man, Justin is a very simple guy. Um, you know, I love our dog. I have a, I have one small dog and, you know, I love real estate personally and professionally. So, you know, whether I'm investing myself personally or, or through the business is something I'm always looking at. I love educating people on anything. It just happens to be that what I educate most people on now is real estate investing. But uh, I, I love martial arts as well. I'm a big jujitsu guy. I do some competitive jujitsu. I love to lift weights and stay fit. And I love, you know, self-improvement whether it's mental, spiritual, or physical improvements, um, I'm always looking to get better every day. Okay. In your business or maybe in your personal life, what is one thing that you are working on right now that you are so excited about? Yeah, in my business or my personal life, you know, it's so hard to keep them separate when you're an entrepreneur, but I think it's really important. Um and I know we've talked about business a lot, so I'll go personal. And you know, right now I'm gearing up for a big jujitsu competition, which probably by the time this airs, I'll, I'll be I'll be done with it. But it's going to be the first time I'm stepping back into the competitive scene in a long, long time. Um, and so I've been working on that a lot. I've been training a lot, you know, physically, mentally. I, I've been doing all the all the right things. So I'm excited to step back into the competitive scene and and light that competitive fire again. Okay. All right. So. Let's talk about the lessons we have picked along uh, your entrepreneurial entrepreneur journey. Because apart from the stories, uh, I just don't want to tell the story. I don't want to just uh, people to listen to the story. I want them to pick something out of the story. So for you, what are the most important lessons that you have picked along your entrepreneurial journey that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah. So, you know, once I closed that first deal, the one that I, I told the story about a little bit ago, it really let me know that you do have to trust the process. Um, you do have to trust the process. And when you think you can't do enough, just make sure you do that one more. Because most of the time when you're at your wits end and you're about to give up and you're about to quit, that's exactly where you're supposed to be. And if you push a little bit further than that, you're going to get where you're looking to go. Um, so that just proved it to me. You know, like I, said, I was completely done. I had, I had officially quit my mind. And then that one extra call had gotten me on a different trajectory. So always focus on the process. You know, yes, you have to be results driven, but focus on think about the result you want and then decide what the process you need to execute on is to get there and then focus on that process. The results will come if you will continue to work the process. All right. Uh, this question just came. Uh, I just remember now that you talk about you having a podcast. I'm a podcast person, apart from being a book person, Book publishing and yeah. podcasting is one thing I'm really, uh, I bet big on in my business and even in my own personal space. So, uh, can you tell us a bit about your podcast? And, uh, I just, I'm just very curious and maybe some of our listeners also are very curious since you mentioned it, uh, about your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So the podcast is called Passive Real Estate Strategies. And, you know, I did my best to make the name exactly what you would get. So if you're interested, there's really only a few ways to invest truly passively in real estate. And it's not buying homes. It's not buying a fourplex and living in one side. You know, it's not a lot of the conventional investing strategies that you've heard of. So it's all about the purely passive strategies, one of them being what we do, but there's a couple others as well. It's all about picking people to invest with, 
picking reputable sponsors, how to do due diligence on them. If you're interested in investing passively in real estate through truly passive means, passive real estate strategies, phenomenal podcasts, little self plug. Um, of course, I love it. So that's what the podcast is, is all about. All right. Listeners out there, a link to uh, uh, Justin's podcast will be in the show note for this episode. Just head straight to uh, the sixfigureentrepreneur.com for slash podcast. Just click on the search button there and just type Justin and the show note for this episode will pop right up. So, Justin, uh, you are the real estate investment guy and it won't be a good thing for me to leave you, uh, to say goodbye to you on this uh, interview and without you talking about or sharing tips for people out there who are listening, maybe they have made money as an entrepreneur somewhere else and they are looking for a vehicle to uh, put that money in a safe place, maybe for future purposes or maybe for investment or yeah. speculative or whatever purpose it is. Uh, so what tip uh, can you offer to entrepreneurs out there who are not into real estate just like you are? But uh, I, I myself, I am one of those persons. I've always been, in fact, my only nine to five job was me working in a real estate firm, even though that was not what I studied in school. So, and yeah. I still have a dream of uh, going into real estate when the time is right. So for someone like me and for other people like me out there listening to this, what is your best tip and advice? If you want to get into real estate or you want to invest outside of real estate? Uh, maybe, okay, as an entrepreneur right now, I am not into real estate, but I am planning to get into real estate, maybe gradually or Got maybe it. at a point in time, I just want to dive into it yeah. after breaking up some cash somewhere in my business. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, there's so many ways to invest in real estate. I think you have to understand how you want to invest and what niche you want to do and how much time you want to commit. Because really, if you want a passive strategy, there's only a couple. Again, you can download my ebook and read through all of them, The Definitive Guide, uh, at thedefinitiveguidebook.com. But if you want to be totally passive, pick a passive investing strategy. If you want to be active and you want to wholesale or you want to flip, if you love design or if you love marketing and sales, you might want to wholesale or flip properties. You know, you can buy bigger multifamily properties on your own, or you can invest in uh, RV parks. Like there's so much that you can do. It's almost too much to think of. So Let, I would let's, think of, can we focus on the passive uh, income part of the real estate? Passive, investment? Yeah. Yeah, totally. So if you're looking at passive strategies, you're really looking at what's called syndications, which is what we do, REITs, real estate investment trusts, or funds. So all of those, you are putting in your money with an operator who's us, and we do all the the active work. So one thing to think of is how much money you have to invest. So a lot of times, a lot of REITs or real estate investment trusts have very low minimums. It could be maybe a thousand bucks or a couple hundred bucks sometimes. Um, funds and syndications will have higher minimums, maybe between 10,000 at the absolute lowest up to 50,000. But the payoff potential is usually greater there. So look at what type of strategies resonate with you. Start educating yourself. Podcasting is a great way. If you're listening to this show, I know you love podcasts. Um, Listen to some podcasts about different passive real estate types, decide what you want to do, and then start educating yourself on that niche. So there's really only a couple. There's about three. Um, they're called REITs, syndications, or funds, and start looking into those those ideas. All right. So this question is a very personal one. You know, as an entrepreneur, for me, uh, 
I said, I have my why for leaving my nine to five uh, life back in 2012 to dive into that unknown world of entrepreneurship. So what is your big why for being an entrepreneur? Yeah, my big why is all about choice. It's all about choice. I think, you know, people, people who people in this country should have more choice than they do. And when it comes to working that regular W2, that regular nine to five, when, you know, your boss allows you to get sick for only a certain amount of hours per year, or they allow you to take only a certain amount of time off. Um, you know, I think the ultimate, the ultimate show of wealth is, is choice. You have the ability to go to work if you want. You can take the day off if you want. You have the flexibility to work within the hours that you want. And I think that that is so important. So my big why was, you know, I saw the life that other people were living and I knew that I had to get out of that, that cycle, that rat race. Um, and, and really freedom is power in my opinion. So really having the freedom and the ability to, to work with the interests that are best aligned with my life and my decisions. So that's a huge, huge, huge why, um, why for me and why I spread this word about passive investing so other people can continue to buy back their time and have choice as well. All right. Uh, thank you so much for that. So uh, during this course of the interview, is there any question that you wish I asked that I didn't? Um, no, I mean, I think you're a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal host. I'm excited. I hope the show was valuable to people. So I think we got good value out of it. All right. So Justin, before we say goodbye, just give us where we can connect with you, reach out to you and also enjoy all the amazing value that you are sharing out into the world. Yeah. Yeah. The best ways are going to be either the podcast or the, the ebook. So it's the definitive guidebook.com or the podcast is passive real estate strategies. You'll have all my contact information all over those web pages and all over the, the podcast. If you'd like to download the ebook, you'll also get, you know, an email from me with my contact info. I'm very, very open to talking to anybody, um, uh, about real estate, about entrepreneurship, about sales, about anything. Uh, I, I just love to talk. So I have a podcast, right? So, um, go to those websites, the definitive guidebook.com or the podcast is passive real estate strategies. All right, listeners out there, all the links to everything that uh, Justin has mentioned will be po- uh, will be included in the show notes for this episode. Just head straight to the sixfigureentrepreneur.com and just type Justin on the uh, search bar on that page and the show note for this episode will pop right up. So Justin, thank you so much for being my guest on this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. I have learned something about passive uh, uh, real estate strategy and how I can get started if and when I am ready to get into that, which I plan to get started with, but uh, I just have to escape from my nine to five life. So thank you so much uh, for your time and also for all the awesome things that you have been doing so far. Uh, I celebrate you and uh, for being a source of inspiration to people out there who are planning to be a real estate uh, whiz <laughs> like you. And uh, I believe this episode has been a value for our listeners as well. So Justin, thank you so much. And I love to talk to you soon. Maybe uh, to talk extensively about passive real estate strategy. So I hope uh, it will be a yes from you if I invite you to come and talk about that one day. Yeah, I would love to, Mayo, man. Thank you so much. This has been an awesome, awesome episode. You're a phenomenal host. All right. Thank you so much. So listeners out there, this is where I am drawing the curtains down on this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. I've had a very good time with Justin. I believe you are 
pick up something or two from this episode as well. So I always like to leave you with this one uh, important information or let me say advice. There is one person out there waiting for that special gift and that special value that only you can create into the world. And you'll be doing them a disservice by not showing up and not getting your butt out there and get that business started. So I wish you do. And I will always bring stories that will inspire you to get it done. Just like uh, Justin's uh, story has been. And i catch you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.